help wanted in supply chain. We've got to close the talent gap. Hi, everybody. I'm Bob Bowman, Editor-in-Chief of Supply Chain Brain, and this is the Supply Chain Brain Podcast. It's no secret that many businesses today are scrambling for people to fill huge numbers of empty positions. But the problem is especially acute in the supply chain, a broadly inclusive term that describes every job from driving a truck to managing procurement, fulfillment, and distribution for a multi-billion dollar corporation. We can't afford to bemoan the problem, though, and wait for it to fix itself. On this episode, we delve into the supply chain talent gap and what must be done to bridge it through attracting, cultivating, training, and retaining the right people in every position. My guest is Jonathan Wright, Managing Partner for Supply Chain and Finance Transformation with IBM. We'll look at how supply chain can be promoted as an attractive career for young people just coming out of school, and what skills those individuals must possess to make it in this challenging world. Here is my conversation with Jonathan Wright. Jonathan Wright, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bob. Great to be joining you and thanks for inviting me. Jonathan, what is the current situation as you see it? What does it look like with regard to the availability of supply chain talent today? Supply chain and talent. Now, there's a great topic. I think everybody knows that at the moment, uh, supply chain is uh, at the forefront of the way that we're living and working has just been that there's been a huge light shone on supply chain over the last year or two. And now we're facing some shortage in skills and capability around supply chain. And a lot of that is due to the, the significant rebound that's happening but also goes back to a lot of the repositioning that's happened through COVID. But definitely a very hot topic, new skills that we require, new capabilities that we require in supply chain. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to having a, a great conversation about how we need to bring in new talent, new skills, new capability to service the supply chains of the future. You know, supply chain is such a broad, all-inclusive term. Do you see this talent gap or talent shortage as, as being in evidence all across the board? Are there any particular areas of the supply chain where it's especially acute? Actually, I would say across the board, we are seeing talent gaps. And the reason I would say that is because whether you're in the physical supply chain, whether you're working at a port, whether you're driving uh, trucks and lorries, if you're in, in the UK, whether you are working in warehouses on, in forklifts, or whether you're actually looking at the planning side of the business or the order execution side of the business, in all of these areas, and then back into the supply base and managing key suppliers and developing this more strategic side of the business, the world has changed significantly over the last 18 months. In some ways, I feel that we're now sitting here in 2030. I think that the focus on supply chain and the ways of working have been accelerated significantly. Now, during that period, we've managed to get through the volatility through hard work and through tenacity. And, and supply chain professionals are renowned for being tenacious and hardworking. But as we look forward, we've got to start thinking about how to be smarter 
And the reason is because there's a real magnetic force on talent at the moment, pulling that talent into different areas. Some people say there's a war for talent. I prefer to kind of just think about it as these different forces pulling us into different areas. And in supply chain, we have to make sure that we are attracting the best talent in the market and realize that this is a super, super important part of the whole professional ecosystem, the whole workplace. Let's talk about that challenge. How then can professionals make supply chain and logistics a more attractive career, especially for those just coming out of school? What are some tips? Yeah, yeah look, some things that I focus on and that I work with my clients on. And one of the most important things is that we start really opening the aperture to attract the best talent from different sources. So make sure that we are focusing on diversity. If we focus on diversity, then we can start to think about a much broader pool of resource that can come into, into supply chain as a profession. And I mean that in terms of both gender diversity, ethnic diversity, cognitive diversity. We have to think about how to really operate across the full spectrum of incredible talent that is out there. I would say I'm fundamentally a feminist. And basically, if you believe in equality and that as humans, we're all incredible people, you're also a feminist, right? If you believe that all across the gender spectrum that we're equal and we have huge potential, then I think you're awesome and there is a huge future because we have to attract all talent. And I think historically, we've had a bit of a narrow aperture in terms of people coming into supply chain. And what I've seen is this combination of technology and new skills that will really propel us to another level. All right. So in order to enable such diversity, how far back do we have to go? Like, for instance, is it a situation that right now there is a potential available labor pool that is extremely diverse of different genders, different backgrounds, different, different ethnic backgrounds? Or does the problem go all the way back to, say, the universities where the crop of people coming out of the universities are not themselves sufficiently diverse from which to choose? So, in other words, how far back do we have to go in order to create this diversity so that we can go forward in the manner that you just described? This is a really important point. I actually think that we need to go back to the schools. We need to go back to education. We need to attract the right talent. And we need to work across academia and across corporates need to come together to make sure that we are building the right capabilities, the right skills at a school level. Historically, in certain professions, there are certain talent pools that we go to. I'm particularly in consulting and attracting people into supply chain. I'm going back to the schools. I'm going back to the historically black universities and colleges. I'm going to P-TECH, which is an incredible partnership to make sure that we bring in not necessarily those that have gone all the way through university and come out with a degree, but to start to bring in people with apprentices, bring in people who can actually start working and building skills in the profession itself. And so I do think mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a fundamental rethink about making sure that we bring people in. And now is the right time. Now is a super exciting time why? Because we all know about supply chain through the COVID period, whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, whether it's your children, everybody knows how important supply chain is. This is a, a now an important moment in time for us to go and attract people into the industry from the children in school 
all the way through to the young adults in colleges and then through to the young professionals who are thinking about what industries they want to go into. Yeah, I mean, so often the uh, opportunities in any business become evident through networking, and that depends on the people who already have the jobs and what their networks are. So if those networks consist entirely of white men, you're not yeah. going to get the sufficient network in order to attract the type of diversity you're talking about. So you've got to broaden those networks, broaden those pipelines, don't you? Yeah, look, you really got to challenge yourself. If you're sitting there in a position to recruit, you've really got to challenge the norms of the past, really challenge and reflect internally. I had a moment a couple of years ago. I've spent a lot of time around the world, and, and, and over the last three years, I've lived here in Manhattan, in New York. And I, I had one of those moments where I realized how important Black Lives Matter is. I hadn't, living in Asia, and, and I hadn't really appreciated how fundamentally important Black Lives Matter is. And I got a much better understanding of the importance of diversity in our teams. And one thing I did was I looked at my LinkedIn profile and I realized that I wasn't attracting and I wasn't connecting with them. I didn't have a network into the black community. I yeah. actually went out there and I started to make sure I was connecting to other networks and making sure that I was starting to make sure that I was connecting with, communicating with a broader group. And I think in the recruitment area, we have to make very clear targeted interventions to our processes to course correct and to start attracting talent from different areas. And then once okay, we start yeah. attracting it, we've got to think about the recruiting process and the onboarding process and the retaining process and make sure that we bring that diversity into our teams. Okay, but from your side as the prospective employer, what skills are you and your clients looking for in new hires? What is required of a supply chain professional today? Supply chain professionals are involved in complex problem solving. And actually, that's why we need to have diverse teams, because within complex solving, you've got to have different minds working different angles. When I look at the skills that I need to attract, I need people who are problem solvers, people who are curious, people who are a process orientated, but have also got high EQ that can work across different groups that can collaborate that can be the growth mindset to build on ideas and take ideas forward. So I look for people who are naturally curious, but also very focused on achieving some outcomes. I look for people who can collaborate, who can co-create and co-innovate. That can come from many different courses and many different backgrounds. But ultimately, that sort of collaboration skill, I think, is really important in supply chain. So what you just described are people skills, very important. But at the same time, the rise in the use of technology in supply chain, to what extent does that require an accompanying tech savvy, uh, math skills, analytic skills on top of the human skills? And, and are those uh, becoming more important as well? Absolutely, Bobby. Data is at the heart of our supply chain, so being able to manage data uh, manipulate data, interrogate it and come out and drive insights out of data, super important. Being able to manage um, code and be able to be code savvy in terms of developing programs and macros and being able to create new ways of, of doing work. These technical skills are also really important. One of the things that we're starting to look at is how we bring in automation to do what I think about as the dull, the dumb, and the dangerous work. 
bring in <laughs> robots and process automation to really take some of those activities away and use automation and use AI and machine learning to provide insights to the human so that our, our workforce can be the best version of themselves so they can spend more time using those human-centered skills I talked about earlier around collaboration. So absolutely, data management, technology skills have become super important. Of course, the, the problem there is the stereotype of that individual is typically someone who is not considered to be a people person. So what you're looking for yeah. is human qualities and analytic qualities all wrapped up in the same person. That can be very difficult to find. Not necessarily, though. We can have a diverse team. So if we start mm -hmm. thinking about the team, you've got to start bringing the different players onto the team. You know, and some of those players may be more data-centric. Some of them may be more technology-centric. Some of those may be more people-centric, more process-centric. So I think it is about having a diverse team uh, from a cognitive perspective who can really come together uh, to create that end-to-end -end solution, who can start thinking about the end-to-end -end workflow and working together to solve. And in consulting, what we also do is we, we start to co-collaborate with our clients. So we bring some temporary skills in to start ideating and bringing people from different backgrounds together to solve key problems. Okay. Now, there are plenty of university programs out there, the undergraduate and especially the graduate level in supply chain. Do you believe, though, that universities, as these programs now exist, are properly preparing their students for a career in supply chain? And if not, what more do they need to do? There's some fabulous uh, lecturers and some fabulous courses, as you say. And I think increasingly, you know, these schools are working with corporates to bring together the skills, to start to identify the real use cases where we can collaborate. I'm pretty happy. I certainly um, spend quite a bit of time working with P-Tech colleges. I'm working with a number of established colleges around the U.S. Uh, where we're working on the curriculum and we're inputting into the curriculum and we're working on research projects together to really make sure that the courses and what students are focused on is relevant to the future supply chain, because supply chains are evolving so quickly, I think that continuous feedback loop is very important. But no, I think there's some fabulous lecturers who are very forward thinking out there at the moment. So in the silver lining department, do you believe there's a chance that the supply chain crisis we are facing today, which has led to a wide awareness of the term supply chain, as you yourself mentioned at the top of this conversation. Do you think that that is increasing the interest in young people, especially in the prospect of a career in supply chain? I hope so, Bob. Like, I, I think this is the most exciting time to be working in supply chains. We are reimagining the way we run supply chains and we're bringing some of the most incredible technologies to supply chains to get rid of some of those more mundane aspects and to make sure that, that it's actually a cool place to work, that it's a place where people can add value in their jobs every single day because of the pace of change that's happening. And I think that the awareness and how critical uh, supply chains are to day-to-day -day activities has definitely heightened the focus. But another really important topic here is that supply chains and sustainability and uh, fundamentally connected. 
supply chains and ESGs are fundamentally connected. And I think the other reason why I'm very optimistic about the future is that the generation that are coming through schools and into the workforce have got a high focus on, on making the world a better place, on leaving the planet a better place. And a career in supply chain is the place to go to do that. You think about everything about how we work with minimum wage, how we give back to the farming community, how we give back to the suppliers and how we start thinking about being smarter around carbon emissions and water usage and energy usage. All of these aspects are at the heart of the way that we optimize supply chains, um, how we manage recycling and reuse and um, the whole kind of circular economy. These are all supply chain related issues. So I'm very optimistic that the next generation are passionate about these topics. Well, that's an inspiring sentiment, this idea that all roads lead to supply chain and that the general public, who just a few years ago had to ask people like us what the words meant, <laughs> no longer need to do so. And that might prep them more for interest in a supply chain career. Jonathan Wright of IBM, thank you so much for talking to me today about this very, very critical topic and how we might address the supply chain labor gap going forward with a more diverse workforce, with a more skilled workforce, and more opportunities out there for young people. Thank you so much for talking to me. Bob, it's been a pleasure. Loved every second of it. And thanks for having me on the call and look forward to more people coming into supply chain. That was my conversation with Jonathan Wright of IBM talking about how to bridge the supply chain talent gap. We're online at www.supplychainbrain.com, where we post a new episode of this podcast for streaming or downloading every Friday. You can also read my Think Tank blog, watch thousands of videos, and access all of our other content, including the digital edition of our magazine. Look for us on Facebook and LinkedIn. Follow us on Twitter, at SCBrain, and also watch videos on our YouTube channel. You can also download or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Got any comments or suggestions on this or any episode? Email me at rbowman at supplychainbrain.com. Stay well and see you next time.